welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I know that I told you last time that I want to do a segment on my podcast, Lifting Black Voices, and offering this platform to help friends and anyone who would like to come and speak about their firsthand experience with systemic racism uh, to come here and to share it with my audience. And I have spoken to several potentially interested people, friends, and uh, I'm just hopefully going to have somebody who's, who feels comfortable enough to do that soon. But I don't want to speak for anyone. So um, I feel that the first-hand account is important and the offer stands if and when they are ready. But I can understand the hesitation. And I think the hesitation lies in today's topic, trust. Since I started my podcast in February of 2019, I have spoken about many subjects and I somehow have never once mentioned trust. And trust is such an important topic. And recently it has actually been a recurring theme of conversations among my friends. And I decided to talk about that today. So what is trust? Arguably, I would say that the best definition of trust that I have ever heard is that trust is choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else. Choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else. And simultaneously, distrust is when you know when when we feel something that is important to us and that i have that, you know, that we have shared with someone else is not safe with that person i am someone who trusts quite easily and perhaps to a fault and to my detriment i tend to enjoy being open about my feelings and about my vulnerabilities and my troubles and my struggles and my downfalls and my you know my everything <laughs> and even when 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 they are premature or when they are unusual feelings um some may even call me crazy and i believe um that you know There are things out there that are very hard to believe, and yet they're still true. So I believe in things that are hard to believe, okay, that may not be easy for others to believe. And one thing that I have a tendency to believe is that when you trust people freely, then they try and continue to earn that trust. One of my friends got his master's at Stanford, and he mentioned to me a while ago that Stanford used to have unmonitored exams and students would just be trusted not to cheat and for the most part they wouldn't cheat even though they could and i guess you know being trusted feels so good that when you realize the power of that position you don't want to compromise it you don't want to risk losing it and it makes sense Because, you know, my law firm is based on a model called Result-Only Work Environment, or ROW, which is based on the principle that we don't need to go to a location to do work that could be done remotely just because the employer feels the need to babysit the employee's activities, right? We can trust people to do what they are getting paid to do in a timely and efficient manner 
And we don't need to watch them while they're doing it. <laughs> we don't own their time. We simply own the work product. That's what they're paying. They're getting paid to do to deliver a work product. So if they're able to provide us with the with the same excellent work while doing it from the beach in the Bahamas, it shouldn't bother us that that's how they're getting it done. As long as they're getting it done and it's perfect, it's funny because with COVID. And a lot of things having to be done remotely. I think that became more apparent to a lot more people. But I have been preaching about this for over a decade. And I know other people have been preaching for even longer. Because obviously I read about this before starting this model. I used to be laughed at. At the firms that I worked at previously. <laughs> because I tried to institute this. And they are like. Arr. Anyway. But I'm digressing. The best way to find out if you can trust someone. Is by trusting them. And that is a philosophy that I have personally lived by. But as we all know, for the most part, trust is earned. And once broken, trust is very hard to regain. And that is why it is so important to recognize the value of the trust that someone has on, in you, whether it's, it's you know, in love or friendship or business relationships. So how do we earn trust? I would say that the number one way that we earn trust is by trusting them enough to feel comfortable with speaking the truth and being our true selves. I know that for those of us whose past experiences have left us jaded and with our guards up, that is a very hard thing to do. But the truth is that a lot of broken trust arises out of one person agreeing to something that they didn't really want to agree with. So don't be that person. We may think that we are chameleons, but we're not. Chameleons are lizards and we are human beings. So don't try to be whatever the person you are infatuated with or, you know, or the job that you think is great wants you to be. You know, consider everything that is involved in keeping the commitment that you're making because you may find that you do not have the desire or the time or it just simply doesn't meet your personality to follow through with that commitment. And that will inevitably result in a negative outcome, either out of failure or resentment in your part. So as Dave Matthews says, don't waste time trying to be someone you're not, right? It's normal to feel like we don't want to disappoint people, especially if the person in question is new in our lives or it's someone that we want to impress. But as hard and as, un as uncomfortable as it may be, just say no. I did a whole episode last year on saying yes to saying no and how that's a good thing. And it turns out that people will not be upset that you couldn't be the person that they wanted you to be, just like they wouldn't be upset if you just said no to their request in the first place. What truly will upset them is that you know, is, is when they find out that you were lying, you know, it's the moment when they can't believe you anymore. That's what's truly most upsetting of all, you know, them knowing that from that moment on, they can't trust you. So here are some characteristics of trustworthy people. Trustworthy people are true to their word and follow through with their actions. The point of building trust is for others to believe what you say. 
But keep in mind that building trust requires not only keeping the promises that you make, but also not making promises that you are unable to keep, like I was saying before. No, don't try to be someone you're not. Don't commit to things you didn't want to commit to that you're not capable of doing. So keeping your word, show others that you ex- what you expect from them. And in turn, they'll be more likely to treat you with respect, developing further trust in the process. Trustworthy people communicate effectively with others. Poor communication is a major reason why relationships break down. And good communication includes being clear about what you have or have not committed to and what is being agreed upon. And building trust is not without risk because it involves allowing both you and others taking risks to prove trustworthiness. To navigate this, effective communication is key. And without it, you may find the messages that you've intended to send aren't the messages that are being received. Trustworthy people know that it takes time to build and earn trust. Building trust is a daily commitment. Don't make the mistake of expecting too much too soon. In order to build trust, first you take small steps and take on small commitments. And then as the the trust grows, you will be more at ease with making and accepting bigger commitments. You put trust in and you will generally get trust in return. Trustworthy people take time to make decisions and think before acting too quickly. So just remember this, only make commitments that you are happy to agree on or agree to. Have the courage to say no, even when it disappoints someone. If you agree to something that you can't follow through, everyone involved will be worse off. Be clear about what you have on your plate and keep track of your commitments. Being organized, this is especially good, true in business, it's necessary as a part of building trust with family, friends, and colleagues. It enables you to make clear decisions as to whether you agree to requests of your time and your energy, okay? Like when friends are asking for favors, like, oh, would you, I'm moving into a new apartment next weekend, can you help me? And it just turns out the next weekend you have a thousand different things going on, but you don't want to be a bad friend and you say yes, and then it turns out that you really don't have the time. Them having relied on that yes and now having to hear the no, you know, with short notice, that's not going to be good. That's going to break a, tr- a trust much, much more than if you just said no from the, you know, in the first place. In fact, saying no in the first place and explaining why would have gained trust, right? Trustworthy people value the relationships that they have and they don't take them for granted. Because trust often results from consistency, We tend to have the most trust in people who are there for us consistently through good times and bad times. You know, the ones that are not just, you know, fair weather friends. Regularly showing someone that you are there for them is an effective way to build trust. Trustworthy people have team skills and they participate openly. When you take an active role in a team and you make contributions, people are more likely to respect and trust you. It's also imperative when building trust in a team to show your willingness to trust others. Being open and willing to make contributions to engage demonstrates this very, very well. In other words, take what others say into consideration. Show that you are listening actively. Suggest your thoughts and feedback in a respectful way and demonstrate that you are willing to be a part of the team. Don't just be a yes man. You have to be willing to 
give constructive criticism in a way that isn't offensive. Trustworthy people are always honest. The message you convey should always, always be the truth. If you are caught telling a lie, no matter how small, your trustworthiness will be diminished. Trustworthy people help people whenever they can. Helping another person, even if it provides no benefit to you, builds trust. Authentic kindness helps build trust. Trustworthy people don't hide their feelings. And this is hard for a lot of people. But being open about your emotions is often an effective way to build trust. And if people know that you care, they're more likely to trust you. Emotional intelligence plays a role in building trust. And acknowledging your feelings, learning the lessons that prevail, and taking productive action means that you won't deny reality. This is the key to building trust. Be honest about how you feel. It means being vulnerable. But you have to get comfortable with being vulnerable if you're looking to earn someone else's trust. They're not going to trust you if you're not vulnerable around them because trust comes from both parties being able to be vulnerable around each other. And one person is only going to do it if the other person is able to do it. Trustworthy people appreciate the efforts of others. Acknowledgement and appreciation play an important role in building trust and maintaining good relationships. Recognizing and appreciating the efforts of others shows your talent for leadership and teamwork and increases the trust that others have in you. On the other hand, though, if people don't demonstrate appreciation for a good deed, they appear selfish and selfishness destroys trust. So don't be that person. Trustworthy people always do what they believe to be right. Doing something purely for approval means sacrificing your own values and beliefs. And this decreases trust in yourself, in your values, and your beliefs. Always doing what you believe is right, even when others disagree, will always lead others to respect your honesty. Interestingly, when building trust, you must be willing to upset other people on occasion. Because a lot of times you won't share the same values and beliefs as them. People tend not to trust those who simply say whatever they think others want to hear. And it's really easy to tell who those people are. You will be caught in a lie at some point. There will be people you know in common who have differing beliefs, who will both be saying you agree with both of them. And at some point, that's going to come back to bite you. So be an integrity-filled person. Be authentic. Don't lie just to please people. And also, finally, and certainly last but not least, Trustworthy people admit their mistakes. When you attempt to hide your mistakes, people know that you are being dishonest. So being honest and open, you know, by by being open, you show your vulnerable side and this helps build trust with other people. And this is because they perceive you to be more like them because everyone makes mistakes. If you pretend that you never make mistakes, you'll make it difficult for others to trust you because you have created an unnecessary difference between you and them. When all that person sees is perfection, they're likely not to trust you (laughs) because that is, first of all, not possible. And also, it's distancing. People tend to, and I said this in a prior episode, I don't remember what it was called, but you know, some episode from last year that we connect more through our struggles and our faults and our demise, you know? When it comes to relationships of any kind, 
we all can give an example of when our trust was broken, right? Many times we are trustworthy people ourselves and therefore we are trusting people too. And we may tell people the truth about who we are, therefore becoming vulnerable to their knowledge of us, and then find out that they betrayed that trust by sharing it with other people, sometimes even judging us negatively for our quote-unquote nakedness. And we also have at least at some point in our lives, whether because we are too young or immature or because we were caught in a moment of weakness, attempted to earn the trust or favor of someone we care about or someone we want to impress by something I call enemy intimacy. That's when our closeness is built on talking bad about other people. And the thing is, when that is all we have, right, in common, then what we have is not real. The intimacy, you know, that we have, you know, if the intimacy that we have is built on hating the same people, then that intimacy is counterfeit. You know, that's counterfeit trust. That's not real. To be able to trust someone, uh, they can't just respect your story. They have to be able to respect other people's story. Because let's be honest, if someone trashes someone else to you, you can bet that most likely they're also trashing you to someone else. For me, trust is also built on two major pillars, integrity and non-judgment. I cannot trust you to be in a trusting relationship. You know, I can't, at least I can't be in a trusting relationship with you if you do not act from a place of integrity and encourage me to do the same. So what's integrity? There's three pieces of it. It's choosing courage over comfort, choosing what's right over what's fun, fast, or easy. And it's practicing your values, not just professing your values. That's integrity. You're not a people pleaser. You are yourself and you're happy waiting for people who love you for who you are and who want to be around you for you. That is how you live life authentically and without having to put on a show. I know it's easier said than done, but that is integrity. And also non-judgment. So non-judgment basically means I can fall apart, ask for help, and be in a struggle without being judged by you. And you can fall apart, be in a struggle, and ask for help without being judged by me, which is really hard because we are better at helping than we are asking for help. And we think that we've set up trusting relationships with people who really trust us because we're always there to help them. But the reality is, if you can't ask for help and they cannot reciprocate that, that is not a trusting relationship. Period, end of story, right? So when we assign value to needing help, we are judging that. When I think less of myself for needing help, whether you're conscious of it or not, when you offer help to someone, you think less of them too. In other words, if I feel bad asking for help, if I, if I judge myself for needing help, the truth is I'm also need, judging other people who ask help from me, even when I'm not conscious of it. That's why we have to get over that. Because it's kind of like the whole idea of, you know, never accept a shirt from a shirtless man, <laughs> right? Uh, never accept an I love you. Never believe an I love you from someone who doesn't love themselves, 
So if I truly am non-judgmental about you needing help from me, then I must be also non-judgmental towards myself for needing help from you. And I have to be comfortable both ways. You cannot judge yourself for needing help, but not judge others for needing your help. And somewhere in there, if you're like me, you're getting value from being the helper in the relationship. And you think that that's your worth, but real trust doesn't exist unless help is reciprocal and non-judgmental. Look, I think that one of the major issues in life is that many people fail to see that we have different relationships with each person. There are things um, that we hide from our friends. There are things that we hide from our spouses. There are things that we hide from our parents. There are things that we hide from our children. And there are even things that we hide from our doctors, which I don't condone, but the truth is that we do. And that is okay. We're not supposed to have the same relationship with each person. The fact that we don't have the same relationship with everybody that we have a relationship with does not make us untrustworthy. What makes us untrustworthy um, is pretending to be something that we're not. Not speaking the truth about how we perceive things, especially what is bothering us in the relationship. Saying yes when we want to say no. Saying that we're okay with something that we're not okay with. In other words, it's not the omission you know, it's not not telling people everything about our lives or everything that we do or whatever. It's the outward lie. It's the fake feelings. It's saying to someone, wow, I love your haircut, only to tell someone else how much that person's haircut looks like shit. It's saying, I don't think you're crazy after somebody tells you an intimate thought that, you know, um, that, that they themselves probably thought was crazy and then you go and you tell someone else that you think that that person is insane for having that exact same thought you get the picture fake is untrustworthy omission not so much so i just want to say that this episode is dedicated to all of my friends guys and girls who are single and on the prowl looking for love and constantly being met with liars trying to get into their pants For all the liars out there who are just trying to be nice and complimentary because they think that that's the right thing to do, please know this. People will respect you a lot more if you are open and honest about your intentions. So if you're unsure how you feel, say that. And if you don't feel comfortable saying that, say nothing. But don't lie and say something that is in fact the opposite of what you're really feeling. And of course... We all have the right to change our minds, but when we do, it is our duty to let the other person know. They won't be happy, but they will be less hurt than if you simply ghost them or if they see you newly committed to someone else after just telling them that you weren't looking to be in a relationship. Theoretically, no one owes anyone an explanation, but courteous, kind, trustworthy people give one anyway and that is all we have for today thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey i am camilla your high vibe advocate looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on instagram at highvibeadvocate and as always looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel 
see you next Thursday.